Okay, so we went up to Zion a bit. We're the, towards the top of the page, we went down a little bit. We were talking about the uh, the fact that Mordechai wore different clothes, and then we compared it to Binyamin, who uh, had the extra clothing from uh, from Yosef. So we said, uh, just going to the top of the page, Adama Rav Barmachasya, Amarav Chama Bargure Marav Bishvil Mishkal Shnei Slaim Milacho Siv Yaakov Liyosi Misharachav, because uh, Yaakov added a few uh, little extra uh, fabric, wool, to Yosef by giving him the coat. Nitkagela Dovar Bedor Bedor Mitzrayim. So the uh, the matter sort of like uh, um, continued and, and, and resulted in the going down to Mitzrayim. Am Rabbi Yamin Bar Yefet Remez Ramazlo. So Rabbi Yamin Bar Yefet saying that the, uh, when Yosef gives uh, Binyamin the extra clothes, he's giving him a, uh, a hint. So he gets five times the garments as a hint that you're going to have a grandchild who's also going to go before the king and he'll have five different types of, uh, of clothes. Mordechai also had five different types of uh, clothes. Okay. Then we can do a little bit more about uh, Yosef and Binyamin once we're on the topic. So he fell on the neck of Binyamin, his brother, but the, but the Gemara is pointing out that uh, the word Savare is literally is plural, necks. How many necks did Binyamin have? He obviously only had one, so it must be symbolic. He was crying over the two Batim Mikdash that are in the, the, uh, the section of Binyamin that will, uh, will be destroyed in the future. That's why he's crying on the necks. He was crying about Mishkan Shiloh, where Shiloh is in, uh, in uh, the northern kingdom, in the section of, uh, of Ephraim. So that's where Yo- that's Yosef's child. And that will be destroyed as well. Okay. Now, moving along in the story there, in Yosef says to the brothers, uh, Your eyes see in the eyes of my brother uh, uh, Binyamin. He's trying to say to them, the same way I have nothing in my heart against my brother Benjamin, who was not involved in my sale. Uh, so too, I have nothing in my heart against you guys. Because my mouth that speaks to, that, to you. What does that mean? Kifi came to be. Like, Kifi is like, it says, because my mouth, but it means like, because, like, or like my mouth. I mean, my mouth is like my heart. Meaning that I, it, I'm expressing out, uh, outwardly what I feel inside. Okay. The answer is, He sent to his father five, uh, ten, excuse me, donkey loads with all the good things of Mitzrayim. My mitu Mitzrayim, what does that mean? The good stuff of Mitzrayim. I'm Rabbi Yom Bar-Yep and I'm Rabbi Lazar. He sent him an aged wine. That the elderly people enjoy. Okay. It says, His brothers also uh, approached and they fell before him. I'm Rabbi Yom Bar-Yef and I'm Rabbi Lazar. If you notice, hopefully it's Rabbi Yom Bar-Yef in the name of Rabbi Lazar. Today, that's the big, uh, the big heroes. This is what people say. It says, uh, when the fox has his day or his time, you should bow down to him. So to the brothers who are bowing down to Yosef, you know, at this is moment. It says, uh, uh, why is like, like a fox is usually looked as like a lowly thing? So why what's what's lower about uh, Yosef and his brothers? Doesn't make sense that he would be compared to the fox, and that's what they're bowing down to him. Eli Idmar Halchi Idmar. If you want to say it, say it like this. It says by, you can apply this statement to the following pasuk: By Yisrael Arosh Mita. It says that Yisrael Yaakov bowed down on the head, on the head of the bed. 
and he's bowing down to Binyam, to, to Yosef, excuse me. So what's going on? So here, I'm Rabbi Binyam Bayef, I'm Rabbi Lazar, Talab, Idnis, Agilai, bow down to the fox this time. Meaning that Yosef, Major's father, is more lowly, but at the same time, Yosef is the, uh, is the second in command of Al Mitzrayim, so, so Yaakov treats him appropriately. Okay. He comforted them, he spoke to their hearts. Remember when he was, uh, when this is after Yaakov dies, I think. He told them uh, things that were accepted to the heart. I mean, he's trying to reassure them that he's not going to be out to get them. It's not like he was just waiting for his father to die. He uh, says as follows, He says the following, like Mashal, if ten candles can't extinguish one, meaning you guys tried to get rid of me, it didn't work. How can one candle put out, uh, extinguish ten candles? So don't worry, you guys have nothing to worry about. Okay, that was a little bit of a sidebar about uh, ya- Yosef and his brothers. Now we'll go back to the uh, Megillah. And you see, we're getting close to the end of the parak here. It says to the Apostles, The Jews had uh, light and joy and, and uh, joy and happiness and uh, honor. Amar Avida, Ora Zotorah. Ora refers to Torah. Uh, Right, uh, a candle is mitzvah, and Torah is, is or. They had a yom tov. Rejoice in your holiday. Sason zo mila. Sason refers to brit milad. I guess they reinstituted brit milad. Uh, yeah. I rejoice over your words. It refers to the brit milad. Vikar elutfilin. Uh, the honor is filin. The chen who amer barau kolameha aris keshemesh mnikar alecha biarumi meka says that all the nations of the world will see the name of God who have called upon you and they'll fear you. Betanya, here's a very famous bright that comes up several places in Shas. Rabbi Lazar gadol amer elu tvarim shabarosh. These are tefillin shabarosh that uh, people see and they'll uh, they'll fear they'll respect. So that's the vikar. Okay. Now it says ved parshan dat of a gomer serbene aman. So it says you have all the listing, all the different names of Haman. It says that these are the ten, uh, ten sons of Haman. Amar avad ed bin Yafo, aseret bin Haman, the aseret tarich lemimrinu bin Shimachat. The names of the ten sons of Haman and the word aseret ten, you have to say them in one breath. This is the practice we have now. This is a minag we have that we say in one breath. My timer. What's the reason? Kulu bahadi adadi nafgun ishmatayu. They say they all uh, their spirit left in one at one moment. So you do it in one breath, indicating they were killed like in one shot. Okay? Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan also says, Vav de Vaizata, Tarech Lamimtacha, Bezekifa, Kamordia de Labrut. I need to look up this particular word. But the Vav of the word Vaizata, he says, uh, you have to uh, stand it up. It's like a little bit bigger. Uh, I think it means like the uh, the mast of a ship, I think. I'll just make sure. Um, yeah, like a steering oar of a ship. Okay, we have to make a, a longer vav of the word vaizata. My taima, what's the reason for this? Like, what's the symbolism of making the vav very long? Kulu bechad zakifa az zakifu. They were all like hanged on one long pole. Meaning, if you normally think of how they were hanged, they were, they were hanged after they were killed. If you think of how they were hanged, they usually imagine like a bunch of gallows like laid out in a line horizontally, and then they each hang each one from its own gallows. No, that's not what happened. In the big pole, I guess they had a little, like, you know, like, I don't know, like mini little poles sticking out of it. Okay. Amar of Chenida Bar Papa, Darish Rabbi Shele Ishkar Timrata, V'chol Hashirot Kulan Nichtavot Ariach Agabi Levein Levan Agabi Ariach. He says here, 
that all she wrote, all poems or songs in Tanakh are written what we call a real chagabilavena, like a half brick and a full brick. It's sort of like it's brick layered. You think about how like you know, Al Jashir is written out, Shirat uh, Dvorah, like these are all laid out sort of in that way. That's the way we lay out uh, poems. Chuz Mishirazo, except for this quote unquote Shira, the sons of Haman, it's Ve'et and the names. So the names are on the right side and the Ve'et is on the left side. And it's just two columns. So that's not the normal way we do that. Um, also, you have again, it's just more like columns, like a half a brick on the top of a half brick and a, and a brick on the top of a brick. My time, what's the reason for this? So there shouldn't be like any resurgence of their downfall. Meaning, if you have a, a brick layer, so that's a very sturdy structure. This dafka is not a sturdy structure, just two big poles, uh, two big, excuse me, two big columns. It's not really very st- uh, sturdy at all. It's not a good way to build, uh, build big, big buildings, right? Nowadays, you have very tall, thin buildings. It's because you can go very deep and you have a certain structure or whatever. But that's a, that's a new technology, right? In the olden days, you couldn't, you couldn't have something like that. Okay. Moving along, it says, The king says to Esther, and in Shushan, they, uh, they killed, the Jews killed X number of people. So, Amr Abibam, uh, it's just that the Amalach came and smacked him on the mouth. Meaning, it sounds like, it sounded like uh, the king was going to complain. Oh, the Jews, they just killed all these people. Which, you know, it's still like sort of like a modern phenomenon that Jews are defending themselves and they get, you know, rebuked for defending themselves. But no, the Amalach uh, smacks him and then he ends up saying, What do you want? You know, I'll give you Adchatsi Amalchut, etc. Okay, so it says, Amar Sefer. So when she came before the king, he says, uh, With the Sefer, Amar. Uh, uh, Amar, Amrami, by the way. Why did she say Amar? Uh, she say Amra. She's speaking. So she say Amra, feminine. Amra, Yochanan, Amralo. She said to him as follows, Yomar Sefer. She's saying that uh, you should say with your mouth what's written in the in the Sefer, namely, Divrei Shalom, Ve'emet, words of uh, peace and truth. Okay, so that's what she's, uh, that's what she's saying. One second. Yeah. Okay. Amar B'Tanchon, Ramila, Amar Asi. Rabbi Asi, Melamesha Trichas Sirtut Kamitashal Torah. The version of Emet, the word Emet there, it teaches us that you need uh, uh, Sirtut, you need etching. We know that the scoring of the lines. We know that in the Sefer Torah, you have scoring of the lines. So you have the same thing in the Megillah, just like the truth of Torah. Okay. Says Umamar Esther Kiyem. Says he fulfilled the words of Esther. I, mean, I guess that, was like, that prompted the response. Gemara says, "Ma'amar Esther in divretzamot lo." Does that imply that like, the words of Esther? That's what. Yes, that's what uh, accomplished the uh, the turnaround, but not the the fasting. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. No, it's divretzamot umamar esterki. Fine, it's both. It was both things: the fasting and the words of Esther. Okay, it says, "Kiim et yamei apurim ha'ele ki mordechai yudim mishnel melech asherosh vegadol yudim baratzul ravachav." So, of course, a whole long pasuk here. These, uh, these uh, days of Purim, because Mordechai became the uh, second in command to Ka'achashverosh. He was uh, a gadol, he's a big person, a, 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 a high ranking curse among the Jews. He was appealing to most of his brethren. So, so the Gemara picks up on this and says, It's for Moses' brother, but not all of them. So there's also a lot of different rushes about that. The idea is sort of like, uh, you know, you can't, you can't be liked by everybody. I Meaning anytime you can have a leadership position, the Gemara says the same thing. Melamesha, Pirshimi, Menem, Mixat Sanhedrin. It sounds like some of the Sanhedrin, right? He was a member of Sanhedrin. It sounds like some of them abandoned him. They felt that he was like maybe in the wrong. He didn't go about this process the right way. Okay, so he wasn't, it wasn't Ratsuri Kolacha, but Ratsuri Rovacha. 
Okay, I'm Rav Yosef Gadol Talmud Torah. You tell me how to learn Nevashot. Rav Yosef points out that Talmud Torah is greater than uh, saving lives. Says because originally, before Mordechai got involved in the whole business with Achashverosh, uh, he he was counted after only four people, meaning he was like the fifth ranked person. You'll see him in a second. And after the whole story, he was uh, after five people. He was the sixth ranked person. So you see, I mean, the idea is that maybe like uh, there's this idea that like some people felt that uh, Talmud Torah would uh, proceed, uh, was, was you know supersede those things, and he shouldn't have gotten involved in the politics. Meikarik Tifa says says originally Asher Bauim through Babel Yeshua Nechemia Sraya Ra'alia Mordechai. So it says you say Mordechai is fourth on the list, on the fourth on the list. Balshan says Balshan. Later on, Nehemiah says, "Habayim is Rubavel." People came with Rubavel. Yeshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Rama, Nachmini, Mordechai, Balshan. So you throw another person, Nachmini, Mordechai, six on the list. You see that he look. He, there's a price to pay. The point is that there's a price to pay. Uh, you know, so again, you take it different ways. I mean, they, maybe they say he shouldn't have done it, or you say, "Look, you do it, but there's a price to pay. You can't. Uh, you can't have everything." Maybe he shouldn't have gotten involved in the politics and you know abandoned sort of like some of his Torah learning and you know uh, being in the Sanhedrin and things like that. Like he got too involved in in uh, other worldly matters. Or minimally, we're saying, hey, he got involved, it was fine, but, you know, but again, he, he missed out on Talmud Torah. Okay, Amaravi, Tamer of Shmuel Bar Marta, Gadol Talmud Torah, Yudem Rebinyan Beit HaMikdash. So once we're pumping up Talmud Torah, we'll say it's better than even the building of the Beit HaMikdash. Shekosman Shabarach Benaria Kayam, Lohin Nichu Ezra Ve'ala. As long as Baruch Benaria was around, Ezra didn't leave him alone and go up to Eretz Israel. Right, so because Baruch Benaria, I guess, was his Rav, and he wanted to teach, learn Torah from him. Amaravi, Tamer of Shmuel Bar Marta, Gadol Talmud Torah, Yudem Rebinyan you can go one more, one step further. Talmud Torah is more important to keep it up. Aim. She called Otan Shanim Shaya Yaakov Avinu Bebeit Eiver Lo Neanash. Says when Yaakov Avinu he gets punished a little bit. Anyway, we'd say he gets punished according to Bidrash with uh, Yosef being away from him. The years that he's away from his own father. So, uh, but when he's the time that he's in the Beit Midrash about Shame Be'Eiver, which is again that's the idea. He's in the Beit Midrash. He wasn't punished for those years. Damamar, as it was stated, as follows: I just going to use that in my for a second. Why did we teach the uh, the uh, years of the age of Yishmael? So we can understand the age of Yaakov. Uh, so Yishmael was 137 years old. How much older was Yishmael than Yitzchak? Our base thing, he was 14 years older. Uh, you know, we're kind of stuck in the middle here, but. Uh, uh, should we pause here? Let's pause. We'll pause in the middle. I know we're smacking the old argument. We're going to give the calculation here, but we'll show how, in the end, the uh, the calculation for Yaakov is not, is not counted against him during the time that he's in uh, Beit Mejah Shem Okay, we'll pause there. Shkoch. Uh,